0: we're listening to switch with Epson South Africa
1: Morning I'm Timothy Thomas country manager for Epson Southern Africa
0: uh, Good morning I'm Samantha Choles I am the spokesperson for the Paper Manufacturers Association also known as Pamza
1: Samantha, I think one of the, the, the reasons why we're so excited to to have this discussion today is really about focusing on debunking the myths with regards to printing and printing devices. As you uh, are well aware, printing has been around for over two centuries now, but in particular over the past five to six years, there's been a significant change in the way that OEM manufacturers have really looked at the devices and the technologies behind that and and how we can help some of maybe the negative connotations that have been associated towards printing and how do we make a more positive contribution to that. And Epson over the past few years in particular has really led that change. Uh, today, we still, as a worldwide economy, are very reliant on some of the older technologies. And if we're quite honest with ourselves, a lot of those older technologies have unfortunately uh, left a negative connotation and a negative footprint on uh, on printing as an industry and a lot of what epson has really focused on over the past new years is the introduction of newer technologies which really helped support the environment and and alleviate a lot of those environmental concerns that were associated with uh, with printing in 2026, Epson has committed to making sure that they will no longer sell laser product devices, and that is really centred around the fact that laser, unfortunately, does leave a very negative footprint on the environment. In South Africa, we actually fast tracked that decision, and, uh, and and two years ago stopped the sale of laser devices to really centre and focus our attention on some of the newer technologies which lessen the impact on the environment. And so we're proud to be in a position today where we we really are centered around focusing on what we term our heat-free technology, which is a technology which has not only an impact on the environment that you're in from an office or a home perspective, but also the impact that that will create on a positive level within our environment as well.
0: I mean, Tim, from my own understanding, what is what is the issue around on laser printers, and and what is the the negative connotation that they have brought about?
1: There's a couple of points, Samantha. Um, first of all, from a laser perspective, what it does do is it does generate a lot of heat. Uh, it's part and parcel of the printing process that that laser in, involves, and so what happens is uh, during the heat cycle, naturally to be able to to print through laser you've got to be able to heat up the fuser unit and what that does is it creates uh additional heat uh, and you know the the interesting thing is it's not only about the process that by generating the additional heat it also then uh, requires more electricity and we all know that in south africa that's a a very very hot topic today but not only does it create uh, the need for more electricity, but what it also creates is some of the after effects. So in your office environment, which is a closed environment, the additional heat that is generated through the through the process also increases the temperature. Naturally, what happens? Then you have to run your air conditioning system even harder. And so the knock-on effects uh, are there. And so heat-free technology is something which is very, very important to, to Epson. The, the second factor behind, behind laser is what it does do is it does create a huge amount of additional waste. And so we're all used to, over the many, many years of being in, in an office environment, about having to replace the the toner cartridges that go into a laser device. And uh, if you were to ever look back over the period of 12 months and the amount of toner devices which are being thrown away afterwards, the amount of waste that that creates also, does drive a massive amount of of harm to to the environment as well, and so really, it was based on those two key factors that Epson created heat-free technology, focused on inkjet as the solution uh, moving forward, and that's really the focus, in particular, that Epson is is driving both locally and globally moving forward.
0: It's interesting to know because I think um, you know my understanding of. A printer's life, I mean, you, 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 you've got your your, your tar- cartridges that you have to replace often and where do they go is often, you know, you can obviously recycle or I think there's some refilling, but then that obviously brings in issues around, especially for OEMs, and then also just, you know, when a printer dies, then you've got to get a new one, where do you take your old one? So mm. I think that whole life cycle of a printer is, is, is quite key to, to think about In terms of, you know, just thinking back to the evolution of print, we often I often say that the that paper is the mother of all inventions and probably a printer was probably designed on the back of a serviette one day. And if we have to thank Gutenberg for his inventions, too, with the printing press. But I I think what's been so key for us is the evolution of of printing throughout the ages uh, and. I think it was computers were deemed to help reduce us stop us from printing, and I think we're printing more now that uh, computers are in our midst. We, you know, we used to have to tap very carefully with the typewriter. And if you made Mm. a mistake, well, then you've wasted a sheet of paper. But nowadays, you know, if you printed something incorrectly, you you, you toss it. And for us, we hope people recycle it. And Mm. I think for us, the life cycle of, of paper is also important in terms of where we've come through paper manufacturing is also around the paper production. I think what we try and get across is that trees are a crop. Um, and just like we're farming millies and we're farming grains for our food, we're farming trees for many things beyond paper, in fact, from timber in construction to pulp, which is often used to even make some biopolymers and plastics. I mean, for, we might even not even know if I think some of our pulp may be even used to make up an Epson printer. We don't know that and probably will be in a few years. Uh, the LCD screens on our computers are often made from cellulose, which has come from wood. And so, the industry itself has had to innovate and find new markets for its product because print has been on the decline in some in some instances, especially in the the media space with magazines and newspapers reducing in circulation. And we all know that many companies are no longer printing big fancy annual reports; they're choosing to send stuff uh, online and put it on their on their website. So, as a sector, we've also had to like change track and, 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 and pivot to, to, to keep in business and to make sure that we are just keeping that product in the market.
1: We all have a role to play in the future of, of our environment um, and whether that's us as individuals or whether that is uh, us as industries and manufacturers, it's, all, it's important. That uh, we all play our small small part uh, in what we do. The digital transformation period that we've been through, uh, in particular as we've sort of moved into the the 2000s, uh, etc., really has been about uh, you know a lot of a lot of the focus ended up by being about well consume your information off a digital. Device as opposed to to printing it, and I think you know what we've definitely seen over over time, and in particular with the introduction of more mobile digital devices, is yes, there has been a decline uh, in printing, um, and we've seen that at a worldwide level. What we have seen, however, is that it's almost been a period where people have consumed their data through a digital device, but now have started to move back towards paper because there's absolutely no doubt that uh, with paper, it's a better way of consuming your, your information. Uh, many studies have been done about the fact that uh, children, as an example, in a school environment actually learn better from having something physically in their hand as opposed to consuming it off a digital mm-hmm. device. Mm-hmm. And so I think, you know, the reality in the world that we live in today, there's place for both. You know, we have to be conscious about what we do. But at the same time it's also, you know, through the through the equipment that we supply, how do we make that equipment as beneficial towards the environment and to be able to make the most positive impact uh, at the end of the day. So it definitely is a hybrid world that we live in today.
0: Yeah, and I, I fully agree, you know, as a as a paper as the paper industry, we've always maintained the stance that we would not we can't stop digital transformation. We cannot stop People receive. choose opting to receive certain things via email or through the, and saving it to the cloud. But there is a place for paper, and there always will be. And you know, going back to the comments around, um, you know, when people think about paper, they often think about the A4 white stuff. But actually, it's beyond that. I mean, we wake up in the morning, we go to the toilet, we use toilet roll or toilet paper. We need to blow our, our children's noses. It's tissue. It's having a tablet, and you can take it out of a box, and and the label on the coffee jar, the milk carton, the sugar bag, the cereal box. I mean, that's just in the morning. And then mm-hmm. at night you're reading a book, you know, a paper book because you actually spent your whole day looking at a device. And so our way, especially I think through COVID, there was some interesting feedback that we got that people was, because of being online all the time and that meetings were done uh, virtually all the time that you just could not even face reading anything on a screen and so people were turning back to books and i think um in the us and and in the uk there were some book sales from even if it was done online book sales increased because people wanted the hard stuff they wanted the paper stuff to really just get back to being able to unplug and and, and just a digital a bit of a digital detox as it were and i think with when I think about those other moments in our day with with in our interaction with print and paper, you know, print will never never go away. I mean, when you have to uh, look at the medicine box, there's the instructions to your dosage instructions. There's the, the branding on the label for the coffee jar. It's there all the time. So print and paper, you know, peas and carrots, um, strawberries and cream, <laughs> they go together. They cannot be separated. And I think, again, that, that going back to the digital evolution is... It will always have a place just like print it, it you know we we will always need to print something i find i cannot read an article or proofread an article when it's on the screen i have to print it out um and read it and make the changes go back fix the changes and then and and all the people i work with in terms of especially in the writing space is that's that's what they do they print it and we print it double side so that we don't so if, you know, it's cost and it's, it's 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 you know making also reducing our footprint and making sure that we're conscious as consumers that so we don't just waste. You know, yes, we buy a fancy a, a nice new eco tank printer, but we don't want to just print the internet. You you want to make obviously be mindful of your own costs and your own footprint. So. Mm-hmm.
1: And I mean, you mentioned uh, the term eco tank printer, and you know that is something which Epson really has pioneered in the home environment, in particular, as uh, consumers who still have a need to be able to print at home, and whether that's uh, because you are working in a hybrid working environment uh, at the moment, or whether that is because you still need to print uh, your children's uh, project information or work information, etc. There's EcoTank as a technology is something which uh, really did buck the trend of of the way that the and I always refer it to as the me consumer, the 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 consumer which has two children at home, which you know uh, require a, a still even today a lot of focus around printing out their work uh, homework uh, as well. And so what EcoTank did is it brought in a technology where. Consumers have become very accustomed towards ink cartridge uh, printers. It was always about walking into a retailer, going and buying a uh, a 500 Rand or a 1000 Rand printer because it was uh, sometimes maybe a grudge purchase and going home and plugging it in and then 80 pages later you ran out of ink and then you had to go and spend the equivalent amount to gain on ink cartridges. We talk about uh, you know the fact that today uh, in this world in particular you know time is is precious. Uh, there's nothing worse than running out of uh, of ink on a Sunday evening when your children's trying to get his ho- or their homework done at the last uh, the last moment. And so you know it's all these contributing factors where a technology that has come in today takes the pressure away from a, a consumer at the end of the day. It provides a platform for a consumer that when they buy and purchase a product, there's a technology which has a positive impact on the environment. And there's a technology which takes away uh, the pressure of having to purchase something and then realizing that in a very short space of time you're running out of uh, running out of out of ink so when you purchase an EcoTank printer today as an example you're getting 6 7000 pages out the box as a as a minimum and 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 that gives you peace of mind for a long period of time and naturally what that also does is it also takes away the pain of often people were going okay well I'll only print maybe one or two pages because it's costing me 50 or 60 cents a page. And so the cost per page was, you know, an expensive exercise. Today with EcoTank printing, your cost is four or five cents a page. Mm. And so what it actually does and and I see it all the time with my children, uh, both of them are in high school. And often what will happen is now it's easier to actually print all the information. They have more information to use. They have more information to learn from. They have more information to, to add into their projects and tasks as well, because the cost of printing is, is cheaper. And so it really is about, um, you know, how industries between paper and, and the manufacturers are actually in a way working together You made a really good point about you know the fact that with paper and the 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 fact that what i think it's something like 600 million trees are print up are, are planted a year you know it's a it's a farmed and recycled product um and so you know the the there's actually a positive that it has on the on the environment and in the same way as the manufacturers also you know are now beginning to bring technologies which help support that as well so it's actually amazing to see how both industries are are to a degree actually working together really really well to 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 all play their part and that's what it is at the end of the day it's all about us playing our part
0: yeah i think there's no man is an island um Mm. in in especially from a climate change and and Reducing our carbon footprint because it, it it will do nothing if only one company does its bit. We've got it; everybody's got to do it their bit, and every consumer has to do their bit. Um, just on the on the trees, it's I think it's eight hundred fifty million trees, but not per year. It's eight hundred fifty million trees that are planted over about seven hundred six hundred seventy thousand hectares okay. that are for reserved for pulp and paper, and then I think you know about nine ten percent of that total areas is, is, is harvested each year. So only a small portion of, of trees is ever harvested in the year. And uh, we, it's not like an entire plantation landscape mm-hmm. is taken out in one in, in one swoop, it's, it's, it's small portions. And then in that same year, those trees are, are replanted with saplings. I've been to uh, the nurseries where they are growing these tiny little trees. And uh, it's lovely to see how you know that is such, also just care is taken into the trees and breeding trees for the sites breeding trees for climate resilience for drought for temperature for frost it's it's quite quite amazing it's it's a it's a beautiful science to see how these uh, uh very clever people are, are are just adapting trees to to make them better at a or reducing their water their water footprint, because that is a fact. Everything uses water, we all use water, even trees, and and just making sure that they're not taking up too much for what we're getting out of them. And then, obviously, the the, you know that harvesting and planting and and harvesting, growing and replanting, is also such a key part for our story. Is that we it's replanting all the time. So at any any given time, there are trees that are little trees that are teenagers, trees that are in their early twenties, and then um, and then those and then the mature trees will get harvested and used for for what they um, are intended. But my favorite part about Trees is the the fact that they are sucking up carbon dioxide from our atmosphere and they're giving back oxygen, and but the carbon is getting stored in their fibers. They use it for growth, and even actually the little trees, just like little children, will eat more carbon dioxide than um, the bigger trees, and um, and so that even increases their carbon sequestration. Uh, levels when you're planting new trees but the carbon stays locked up in the fibers and even when they're pulped and it's made into paper the carbon is is stayed in this, uh, in this paper and that's also why we want to recycle papers. When we're recycling it and we're not sending it to landfill where it degrades and then emits that carbon dioxide, that carbon remains locked up in that paper and so for us that's one of the key parts of recycling. Recycling is not about saving trees. Trees are there to make paper for us and we are using only specific trees um, for that purpose and that carbon story is, is a fantastic one because it means that we can the more we use our products and the more ways we find uses for paper the more carbon we can lock up out of the atmosphere, and the more tree and the more paper we 're using, or the more pulp we 're using, the more trees we can plant and so the more carbon dioxide is is getting removed from the atmosphere that is cooling our planet and and so they, they it, it it all works as one big picture um, and when people see that big picture, then they understand it because very very often people just look at. Something small about a, a, the water use, or they might see a paper mill, and they might see um, emissions or something coming out of the chimney. But it's actually steam, but it's it's not pollution. Or and and I think the other thing for our industry is we people see what we're doing. They see our industry in action. They they see a a, a felled forest and they think, oh, deforestation, but it's not. Those trees have been harvested, they're taken to a mill, drive past that and in the next 12 months, there'll be new trees growing out of the ground. What people often don't see, especially when it's the the digital side, is the energy that is used to store data, to even to use a laptop or a computer, even to you know plug in a printer. And I think that's why what you're doing is so important is we know there's impacts. There's impacts in everything we do, but we've got to find ways to almost engineer that impact out of our product um, and make sure that we have the least possible impact that we can have on the environment and 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 everything and and cost i think that's also yeah. important because yeah. energy costs money when we yeah. have it
1: yeah, <laughs> true i mean i think the recycling point is actually a really really interesting interesting discussion as well because you know you mentioned earlier about uh, how what happens to the printer printer afterwards and history will show us and in particular probably over the last 15 years in particular within that home environment because the cost of the original purchase was, you know, relatively affordable, people then, when they had to change change their ink, in many cases, actually didn't change their ink. They just went and bought another printer because it was the same as what the cost of the ink was. Um, and so, you know, very easily we can form habits which we don't necessarily think about uh, at that time and suddenly, what's what's happening is you're you're creating these massive landfills of printing hardware devices. And you know, we spoke just now with regards to EcoTank as a technology, and the importance about providing almost three years worth of ink in the box for a customer means that that device is going to be operational for so much longer. So it's not just the hardware which is now not being. You know consistently put into uh, into landfills, but it's also the fact that you know if you look over a, a period of uh, of three years, on average a customer will use about eighty cartridges. You know when you picture eighty cartridges all stacked up together versus a set of ink bottles, three ink bottles i mean it's it it really is 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 incredible to see just how much waste can be generated and so recycling almost comes in in different different areas you know it's it's recycling of just our habits and the way that we uh we now look at uh, at doing things and it always keeps on going back to all of us making a change and whether that is us as individuals or whether that is us as large you know global corporations it's all about everyone just making a, a small difference you know Earlier on, you were talking about the versatility of uh, of paper, and you know, in many cases there's so many products we touch each and every day, which you know we just take for granted because it's just part and parcel of what we of what we do. But um, you know, we all know that over the past ten years, online uh, shopping has just grown exponentially. And, you know, it talks back to our limited time and the fact that it's sometimes just so much more easier, etc. But we take for granted that the package that we order actually arrives in a box and that box is is packaging, which comes from, you know, recycled uh, paper. And so, you know, there, there's just so many factors which us as, as individuals, you know, if we actually just take a step back and look back at. Uh, at what we deal with in our daily routines paper plays such an important mm-hmm. important role in that and i think that's where you know we're so excited as a as a manufacturer that with the development of the way that sort of paper is is evolving all the time and the positive contribution that it actually makes to the environment that us as a as a as a manufacturer uh, are playing our role in, in helping support that as well.
0: Oh, that's, I mean, I, I love that, you know, those examples because with paper as well, we're seeing also a move. I mean, if we just have to take computer equipment or a printer, I mean, where many years ago it was packaged, the protective packaging was plastic-based. Now you're seeing moulded fibre packaging, um, which is made from paper, and and, and almost like the entire Packaging component and the protective packaging of that co- a printer is now is paper based and it's also in a cardboard box. So whatever you do, don't change your cardboard box for your packaging. Um, we want we need your paper. And but I think that just you're being mindful of our of our own behaviors, whether at home or at work, is moving away from that take, make, and waste approach and and moving to that reduce, reuse, and recycle. Because I think. You know, a lot of people used to get upset when we'd say, well, print on both sides of the paper. No, but we must we must make sure people are using paper. But yes, but paper costs money. Ink costs money. So printing on both sides or I've got a box under my printing drawer with my one sided printed stuff that goes in for scrap paper. There's and there's actually nothing scarier if you're running out of ink. And then running out of paper with your printer, so you've got to make sure you've you've got your stash of ink and you've got your stash of paper, um, because I think you know that you won't be able to print much if you don't have your paper um, in your printer. So I think it's, yeah, I think we'll always have a place for paper. Um, it's, it'll be always, print will always be effective in in getting its message across. You mentioned around children with with the the classroom activities. I remember with, when COVID hit and. My children were on screen all day with their classroom, and my son said to me, he was grade one, he started grade one in 2020. And he said, mommy, mommy, I just want something that's printed on paper. Um, and I, I still remember that, and just how when the kids are learning and they, they, the tactile of of paper and the fact that you can you can touch it, you can feel it, you can fold it. Uh, we were talking earlier in another meeting around when we used to fold things in school and how paper has almost a nostalgia to it. I was looking at a box of letters the other day as well where you, you paper uh, brings back memories. It, it protects, it it cleans, you know, with, with tissue. We dry our hands on paper towel. It drops off our groceries or drops off our online, our new jeans that we've bought. And even that comes with a a, a label or something that's been printed on, on a printer on a piece of paper. So I think there will always be a need for print and paper. It might change. And as you say, we've got to keep finding ways to reduce our footprint and reduce our energy consumption and reduce our natural resource consumption, water and all the things that go with it. And then that entire life cycle is to what happens to the product at the end of the day, because we can engineer bells and whistles into its environmental footprint and reduce, but what happens to that product at the end of the day? And, you know, like you say, you're finding ways to make sure that that tank, that printer lasts much longer. So we were keeping it away from being disposed of for a longer time and the same with paper is just recycling as much as we can uh, as often as we can to ensure the la- the life cycle of that paper and then the other thing for me is, is is just finding ways for a consumer to be able to dispose of their e-waste responsibly I know there are lots of places where you can actually take back old computer components cables and things so that they're not going into landfill they're not leaching the chemicals from the components into landfill and I think for me that's also a very important part of that life cycle is where can making it easy for consumers to dispose of something responsibly
1: it's a, it's it's a very good point samantha and and you know as as an oem working with a lot of our partners throughout uh, throughout South Africa a number of our major retailers uh, in the country do play a a Uh, a proactive role in in that and so uh, whether that be that they have facilities at their at their stores where you can go and take your old product and dispose of it in a In a responsible way or whether that be through partnerships between Epson and some of our our retail partners where we actually encourage customers to come and bring their old devices back where we will provide a a discount on those uh, on those old devices so that uh, we can with the partner dispose of them in a responsible responsible manner because in many cases sometimes it's too easy for us to uh, to go in and buy something new not really Thinking about what we're doing with the old device, and then in many cases, what happens is it goes and gets stored in a cupboard until you do your spring cleaning, and then it just ends up by being thrown out in maybe not the most responsible, responsible way. And um, you know, I think business and 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 larger corporations are becoming more and more aware of the need to to also play that that part of of. Uh, of the whole sort of cycle and ecosystem, and uh, you know uh, whether it be through uh, initiatives which retailers are doing to help promote that, or whether it even be you know in larger corporations um, you know we see as uh, as a as a manufacturer of of devices larger corporations are more conscious about the devices they're putting in their office environments. They're more conscious about the amount of energy that those devices uh, consume. They're more conscious about the footprint that that they leave. You know, it's actually incredible that when you actually look at a printing device as an example, you don't, it's not just about the replacement costs. It's not just about the running costs. It's not just about the uh, disposing of the, of the cartridges in a, in a responsible way. But, you know, in, in many of our office environments today, there's also, uh, because of the need to still continue to print in the way that we do, a lot of the, the, the devices which Epson now manufacture are devices which have fewer moving parts in. And fewer moving parts means less service uh, required on them, and less service means less time spent on on the road and and you know it 's all these all these contributing factors to to the way that uh, the whole world actually operates where it 's when we talk about it 's up to all of us to make a change it's it 's also encouraging to see how larger corporations are also being more conscious of the devices they 're putting in and and as we've launched over the past past few months a complete new range of uh function devices uh, for the office environment one of the most consistent messages which is coming through from large business and, and corporations is tell me about the environmental uh, side of it talk to me about the energy consumption in South Africa, we all know the challenges that uh, that we that we have, and you mentioned a few minutes ago with regards to actually just simple things like when we print onto a waybill, as an example. Now, when load shedding happens, in many cases, large delivery companies struggle to be able to 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 print and process, whether it be invoices, whether it be Weibles, et etc., because when you've got a slightly older technology like laser, uh, the amount of power that that device consumes means that it puts your alternative energy solution, maybe solar or, or an inverter system, under immense pressure. And so naturally you then restrict and slow down your business. Now with the, uh, the Epson devices that we've uh, launched now, the new AMC series, all these devices actually work off, uh, can work off and run at full capacity off a simple UPS uh, solution and so it's important for business to to be aware of that and business is becoming more aware of that because they don't want downtime there's nothing worse for a business for the economy for for its employees for a business not to be operational and so a simple thing like printing a label or printing an invoice to be able to keep that whole process running smoothly you know is uh, is absolutely essential. and you know we have become a, a a world which wants immediate gratification and immediate response. and a lot of you know uh, of what online purchases has actually driven that that cycle. And so you know when there's downtime, you know we become impatient as uh, as an individual. And so now that there's solutions to be able to support, large business by ensuring that those devices can continue to operate uh, all the time, you know, really does help alleviate uh, a lot of that pressure and stress which, you know, comes uh, comes along as well.
0: Yeah, I think that just that, like, as you say, everything adds up. Yeah. Um, whether it's a negative um, footprint or a positive impact, everything adds up and everything you do will help to make those changes. So it, it's you know, for me as a as a home office um user, you know, just making sure that whatever I'm using can sus- be sustained on a UPS or whatever's on backup. And, and and as you say, the bigger corporates I think struggle way more. And I think we often as consumers get impatient with big corporates if, but if they can still deliver a service and still be able to meet our consumer demands, um I think that's that's a great a great story.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Samantha I really want to thank you for your time this morning and you know there's definitely an alignment between our industries you know both actually work uh hand in hand and uh, and I think it's important that you know we also leverage and, and and drive the the story about uh how our industries actually work together uh and in unison and what we're doing in our own separate Paths to be able to help drive the the need for more responsible consumption, the need to to maybe debunk some of the myths associated towards printing and and printing devices, and so it's been a great conversation, and I think that there's lots of topics which will resonate with our listeners as well about the fact that you know it's uh, there's a positive in our in our industries which we can uh, which we can work together. Uh, on sharing that message uh, moving forward. So thank you very much for today. Uh,
0: thank you, Tom. It's been an absolute pleasure. I think for me, if I had to have a, a, a closing point or a, what a, a parting shot, I think I would challenge people to look at their email footers and look at the, what's at the written at the bottom of their email signature um, and 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 change it to say please convi- consider the environment when you print and make mm-hmm. sure you're recycling this. This page. Because I think if we just change some of the narrative around our, our sectors and our industry, I think we can really make some positive impacts. For more information, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Thank you for tuning in to Switch with Epson South Africa. Look out for our next episode.